everyone. Welcome back to the Grit to Growth podcast. I'm your host, Steph Corbell, and as always, I'm happy to be here with you today to explore yet another topic designed to help you develop your inner resilience. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you haven't yet, please consider hitting that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. I release a new one every single Friday. Today's episode is the second part of a series on the power of silence. That's a topic I think is highly underrated. So much of the self-help genre talks about helping us express ourselves openly. But silence and looking inward, it's equally important in self-development. If we can't sit with ourselves in silence, we never really get the chance to tune in to our deepest inner voices and consequently our deepest level of intuition. And if we can't sit with others and be silent, how can we ever truly hear what other people have to say? That right there, that is the topic for today's episode. Last week, we discussed sitting with ourselves in silence and looking for the right opportune times to express ourselves openly. This week, though, it's all about holding space for other people in silence. Have you ever gone through a particularly difficult point in your life where you just needed to talk to someone to get it all out? Of course, we all have, and that was kind of what we talked about last week. But think about this. How many times has the person on the other end simply listened and not said anything? Probably not too often. How many times has the person on the other end jumped right in and not let you finish what you were going to say? Or how many times has the person on the other end jumped right in and given you advice? And if those things happened, how did it make you feel? Now, chances are, if someone was the rare gem and simply listened and empathized with you, it probably helped you feel better. You felt heard, you felt like your feelings were valid, and you were likely able to shed some of the stress of the situation, digest it, move on. Am I right? However, what about the opposite end of the spectrum? You express your innermost thoughts to someone else and they jump right in either with a solution or maybe even to interrupt you with a story about how they probably had it worse at some point in the past, like it's this feeling bad competition or something. And talk about frustrating, right? You may have thought, why did I even bring this up to this person in the first place? Now, I can totally relate to this. One of my recently departed close relatives, God rest her soul, had a tendency to do that anytime you would tell her a problem or something you were going through. She always meant the best, but I tell you what, anything you ever dealt with, well, she had dealt with it too. And worse. If you were sick and you wanted to vent about feeling like crap, you know what? She was sicker. If you were facing problems at work, hers had been way worse. Now, look, I loved this person. My whole family did, believe me. But this is the kind of thing of legend among all of her family members who have all related the exact same kinds of stories to me. It was this competition of who had it worse, and she invariably won in her head each and every single time. Now, sadly, I got to the point where I stopped sharing anything with her, well, because conversations just tended to be one-sided, and I personally never felt heard. Have you ever experienced this yourself? Can you relate to this at all? I'm sure you've known someone like this in your past. It doesn't feel good, right? Now, let's think about the flip side of this phenomenon. I'm a tattoo artist for a living, as most of you know, and I related some stories about how I'm like, a professional listener in last week's episode. 
Look, my job is to give people a good tattoo, not give them therapy. But yeah, some folks do get those roles confused, and my chair becomes an emotional repository at times. And I'll tell you what, almost anyone in a service industry can likely relate to this phenomenon. There's a reason why a lot of my good friends are hairstylists and salon owners. (laughs) They totally get me. Now, if you're not a service worker, think about this. How many times have you gone to get a service done and ended up telling the practitioner, be it your stylist, a massage therapist, a barber, bartender, you've told them everything about your life? Chances are they let off with some small talk to get you comfortable, and as soon as you did, you got super loose-lipped. There's something about the anonymity in the chair in these kind of professions that gets people to unload on you, let me tell you. Now, when it happens... In my chair, do I jump in? Oh, God, no. It's not my place. And any good practitioner knows, don't say anything, just let people get it out. Because if you do jump in, people tend to get defensive or they shut down. And that's the last thing that you want to have happen in a service gig, especially if it's one where payment largely relies on tip income. Just saying. Okay. If you're listening to this, I'm guessing you're probably not a tattoo artist like me, but maybe you're a client and there's a lesson to be had here. Doesn't it feel better when someone simply listens and doesn't say a damn thing and you can just get it all out? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. That's what I call the act of holding space for someone. It's the true art of listening in silence. And that's the power of silence thing. I think of it as an act of benevolence at its core. And it also has the potential to teach you something about yourself. Think about this. Now, when was the last time you really stopped to listen to someone else? And think about this even harder. When was the last time you really stopped to listen to someone who had diametrically opposed views on the world to yours? Yeah, that is a hard one, right? In a world where we're continually suckered in by this rabbit hole of self-referential social media, we look only at others with our own views, and we have this habit of putting people who don't feel the same way as us into the other camp. You know, those other people, those people on the opposing team, we hate them, they're bad, you know? And no, guess what? No one's all bad and no one's all good. And it may actually serve you damn well to take a listen sometime to people who are completely different from you, suspending judgment for a bit, simply to see where they're coming from. To understand a different side of things. To get a different perspective. I tell you what, one of the most amazing things of my profession is that I've been able to interact with such a wide demographic of people I never would have met in any other circumstance. Those are people from all ends of the spectrum, financially, socially, morally. I tell folks I've tattooed everyone from surgeons to strippers and everyone in between, and it's true. And I've learned that we have a hell of a lot more in common with people than we do different, despite these outer trappings or politics or religion or social backgrounds. There's a huge potential in just listening. There's a huge potential in hearing other people's perspectives. And in listening, we serve our fellow humans as we've wanted to be served ourselves, simply by having someone listen and not immediately try to fix something. So how can we learn to be better listeners? Here are some strategies for you to try out. One, 
If someone starts talking to you and starts telling you some kind of heavy-duty story or problem, ask them this obvious question. Hey, do you just need someone to listen right now and not say anything? I bet the person is going to do a double take, because really, how often do we get asked that? If the answer is yes, yeah, I need someone to listen to me right now and you've got the time and energy, put your phone down, look that person in the eye and simply be quiet. Give them the opportunity to say what they're going to say and don't respond at all, like nothing, zip. You're likely going to find this difficult, especially if you have some sort of stake in the situation at hand. Two, as the person is speaking, imagine yourself not as yourself, but as an objective observer. You're kind of like a scientist. You're just taking in the evidence That's what's being confided in you. And you don't judge anything until after the conversation is well over and you have time to reflect or journal or process it. Just let those words and the vibe hang in the air until the person is done. Take mental notes, things that you can come back to later if you want. Three, as the person is winding down their story, then ask them, do you want any input? If they say yes, then take a pause, take a deep breath, and speak slowly and clearly and authentically. And if the person says no, that's fine. Respect that. Step away. That's their boundary. Let the situation just be over in that case and walk away. You can process it later, however you wish. Now, what I don't recommend is to take on other people's crap or trauma processing. Make sure before you can do this exercise that you are in a good place yourself. Make sure that you are able to be fully present to listen. And if you're not, it's okay. Voice that. Tell the person gently, hey, I'm, I'm just not able to be fully present with you right now. But maybe at some time in the future I can. Or I know this other awesome person that I think you should share this with and that might be able to help you. Yes, it might be uncomfortable to say that out loud to someone, but it really is best for both parties you so that you're not taking on extra emotional baggage, and them so that they can find a better outlet to vent. All of this is a huge challenge, I'm not going to lie. I honestly believe that learning to really listen to others and suspending your own personal judgment in the process, it's one of the highest forms of personal development, mainly because it's an exercise in holding boundaries. You're not taking anything on, You're just providing a sounding board and you're simply observing what's happening. That is how you can really gain insight into other points of view, think deeply, critically, and analytically about all kinds of situations. And you can learn how to empathize with others no matter how different they may seem from you. By understanding others, we stand to learn to understand ourselves even more. So, in short... Be quiet, listen, and learn. Was this a different kind of topic? Yeah, I I think so. And if you found this one interesting or thought-provoking, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on my website at grittogrowth.com and on my Instagram page at Steph Corbell. That's C-O-R-B-E-L-L. Also, if you had any insights because of this episode, give me a share on your social media and tag me. Thank you so much again for listening today. And please don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next Friday, remember that you're more resilient than you realize and you're stronger than you know. 